0: Show me your face. Fill up this space. My world needs you right now. My world needs you right now. I can't escape being. you yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good evening to you. Thank you for joining in on our podcast channel. It's good to have you here. This is the Vessels of Honor's Foundation, and we are glad to have you join us this evening. How have, how have you been and everyone around you? Hope you've been doing well. We have been keeping up even amidst the current situations going on in the country at the moment. We bless God for protection. Thank you, because His will, for sure, we know His will is being fulfilled, even though the government or whoever, or the principalities and high powers think they have in their way. But God is always ahead of man, and every scheme of man, and every plan of man always works out to fulfill God's purpose. So with that with that assurance, we have hope, and we know that our hope is not of the things of this earth. But according to the word of God, and by the faith we have in Jesus and His word, Amen. So this evening I will just once again be sharing with us on a couple of things as regards situations in the country, and how we are expected to to act, not react as believers. Our our response is meant to be even at time in times like this, and, and without taking so much of your time, just. Let's pray and then let's kick off. Our Heavenly Father, King of Glory, we thank you for all you have done. Thank you for the listener. You thank you for the person sharing your word. You say that in it all your name will be glorified in the name of Jesus. We thank you because your protection has been shown of us and ours. Thank you because even despite the unrest in the country, we know your plan is being fulfilled, and we exalt your name. In everything we have cause to give thanks. Exalted forevermore in Jesus' name, we pray, amen. So, uh, yeah, just to let, let me start from um, Acts 3 and verse 17, just to re emphasize that man's schemes or man's plan always work to fulfill God's purpose, so we should not be dismayed. Acts 3 and verse 17, this um, story of Peter and John, yeah. Um, after healing the man that's been at the beautiful gates for many years a couple of years, so um, They sp- they told him when they saw him that particular day they said, see what I am good I have not, but what I have in the name of Jesus Arise and walk and he was healed So um, they used this opportunity to preach to the congregation in this in the temple at, at that time and one of the things they quoted was um, Pete um, verse 17, act of apostles 317, I'll be using LLT, So, friends, I realized that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance. But God was fulfilling with all, what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. So, even though all they did was out of ignorance, even though they didn't perceive what they were doing, they thought they were trying to kill one man. that asked him to. claim to be a savior of the world. They so thought they were ending the career of Jesus. They thought they were. They were. T- they were going to kill him. They thought they were. All the disciples. They were going to. They were going to make them sad and just to stop him from accomplishing what he was doing even the devil thought it was a mastermind that was going to kill him that he killed him nothing else again and stuff like that but to prove their ignorance and foolishness God used all their schemes to fulfill the plan, which led to salvation. Wow. souls. so it was written by the prophets even before time that you should suffer all these things. So, in this, just to reassure us that even what we are going through now, whatever we may term it to be suffering, um, brutality, everything, everything is all working together to fulfill God's big plan. And we know for sure, as Christians, that both good, bad, ugly, fine, beautiful all together work for our good because we trust him because we trust the lord so that's our confidence as our hope and we stand sure in his word amen okay so still continuing with the story of um, the um, apostle peter and um, john here. Yeah, yeah after healing the man at the beautiful gates um, i'll paraphrase the story and let's see how fast we can move so after healing him and preaching to the disciple and um, to the people in the temple, quite a number of people were saved. Were added onto the body of Christ, the association of Christ at that time, and then the governing body at that time um, saw a need to stand against or rebuke them for having preached that um, they did so the in the name of God and preaching resurrection from the dead and. Um, not 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 like they did anything bad at least they did something good something beautiful but the governing body at that time they just wanted due to their pride due to their selfishness because they didn't want to acknowledge jesus christ as the son of god and savior of the world they they just wanted to kill his ministry quote unquote so due to that they had to scheme of things they wanted to stop the people preaching in the name of jesus or preaching what jesus has come to establish on earth they wanted to stop them by every means but they they just couldn't and they had to even call peter and john to to the governing council to face them and then they were asked questions and everything so that's what the story is basically i think started in chapter two if i'm not wrong uh, if not chapter 2 then early chapter 3 so um, the major part I'll be dwelling on today is in chapter 4 and it's it's an, it's a question um, the Apostles asked the governing body um, let's just act of Apostles chapter 4 chapter 4 the question is in verse 19 verse 19 sorry Um, let's take it from verse 17 so we can just get of verse 16 okay so the governing body asked themselves after sending peter and john outside they were discussing amongst themselves from verse 16 now what should we do with these men they asked each other we cannot deny that they have performed the miraculous sign and everybody in jerusalem knows about it But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than obey him? That's a question. Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than obeying you? So you here you we can see this situation is pretty much similar to what's going on in our country now. And we can see that we're speaking up for the right things to be done, we're speaking up for good governance. And then there's the there's the there's the part where the governing body is trying to shut our voices. There's a part where the governing body is oppressing us, and they, you can see it here with Peter and John. They were trying to shut them up, even after doing the right thing, even after doing things that that, that would benefit something so beautiful, like giving a man his life back. Imagine someone that has been begging now can walk and can go to feed, fend for himself, can do things, they can contribute to the society, and all because of their pride and selfishness. They, they, they. St- they strictly warned them that okay fine you have done this but don't ever do it again and at this point they responded said do you think god wants us to obey you rather than obeying him now that's the question do you think god wants us to obey you rather than obeying him this question shows that the apostles understand or understood that first of all the allegiance lies to the God's to god's kingdom the heavenly kingdom first not the earthly kingdom that they belong to they understood that and then asked this question like you are saying we should obey you against our at the detriment of obeying god but they told him do you think that's what our first kingdom ruler we want us to do whatever here on earth is the permission given to us by our first kingdom which is kingdom we all belong to as Christians, the kingdom the heavenly kingdom, the kingdom of God, where God reigns supreme. Understanding that when they when they when they do things in this earthly kingdom against the will or the permission of the heavenly kingdom, it amounts to treason. So they, they asked him, Do you think God, our our ruler in our, in the kingdom we first belong to, who wants us to do that which you are saying at the, at the expense of disobeying him of course <laughs> that, that will have raised a lot of questions in the mind of the governing, governing body okay verse 20 let's continue we cannot stop telling about everything we have said and heard so they couldn't stop bearing witness about what was true what was right to to the people in jerusalem and even far beyond that not not Fearing the governing body at that time, you were ready to go all out To obey the first kingdom to be to be in accordance to the rules and regulations of the first kingdom Which is the heavenly kingdom that they belong to So for everything that happens Always think of the Jesus factor first You are first a citizen of God's kingdom before a citizen of Nigeria or any country you might belong to First of all, your allegiance lies as a Christian first to the kingdom of God. So in every situation we face, in every, in this um, uprising, in this, um, in this um, protest, in this voicing out for good governance and everything, even in situations we face daily, what we should do, not even, particularly at this time, but not limited to this time, is to first filter and ask ourselves, what will the kingdom of heaven have me do in this situation? And if you can remember, WWJD, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do at this moment? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus have me do at this moment? So you can all remember that um, WWJD slang. I think it's very important as that we live our life as Christians following these principles. Following these principles. So in light of what Jesus will have us do in this situation that Nigeria is in now, there are just about three points I would like to share with us as to guide us um, according to the principles and standards of the heavenly kingdom first i wrote down here god wants us to stand up for righteousness no matter what you can see from the story if you have um if you have the, you should go back and actually read the story so that you can understand this fully from chapter 2 or even start from chapter 1 down to chapter 4 yeah so that you understand the story fully so God will want us to stand stand up for righteousness, no matter what. Speak up for righteousness. Peter and John, we can see, they stood their ground, irrespective of what the governing body was telling them or the oppression they faced. So I'm telling you that this cry for answers, this cry for good governance is not wrong. We have all done well. We have all done well. So we are not wrong by crying out for good governance, no matter what results or what it has resulted to. I want you to know that all these are only pains of birth, the pains that that we experience or women experience, of course, at childbirth, and it's the pain and it's the pain of birth of a new nation, of a new Nigeria. It's the pains of a birth, not just similar to a new Nigeria of the of the of christians you know the bible says the word waited for the NS manifestations of the sons of god so this is the pain of the birth of the NS manifestations of we the children of god yeah even as we draw close to this end time so it's it's a pain of birth it's a pain that births righteousness and there has not been any typical change or or revolution or birthing that has come with ease it has always come with so much pain. Even the birth of the new era in the kingdom called salvation, when salvation was going to be birthed, that would take the life of Christ. Even for our fathers that have held on to the faith long since then, bringing it down until onto onto this generation, they went through tedious times, torments, a lot of crucifixion, very painful things that they've gone through. But they still held, held on to this vision, to this understanding of salvation, to, to, to what has been laid down to them from from their predecessors, from what Jesus has given unto the disciples, down, down, down the line until God's to our, our generation, and all this has been through pain. So there's nothing good, no revolution, no change that will come without pain. So we should not despair. This is the pain of birth and it is only darkest just when it's about it's about data. So I would say we shouldn't we shouldn't give up. We should stand up for what is right. Not just limited to SARS process, not just limited to even the state of the country. It starts from the little things we do. In our workplace, in our school, with our interaction with people, we should always stand out and know and do what is right. I believe this is a time for Christians even to stand out and do it the God way. To stand out is a time for it's a time for us to stand out, to, to show that our kingdom is not of this world, our kingdom is superior to the kingdom of this earth. So we do this by standing out and standing out for righteousness. No matter the, the oppression, no matter the pains we go through, we only know it's a pain of birth. And when we give birth, all the pain is like we never, a mother gives birth and then it's like all the pain she has gone through is just, is nothing compared to the joy that she has given birth to a new child. So do not despair, do not despair, do not give up, do not give up because the child, the new nation Nigeria, the new new nation you are expecting by the grace of God will definitely be birthed and sooner than later. More soon, much much sooner than later number two i wrote down here notice that peter and john did it with all sense of respect they went in front of the governing body even though they were they were going to go against what the governing <coughs> excuse me what the governing body was going to say but they did it with all respect with all due respect they didn't go there and say oh, this is what we are going to do they didn't say you are mad you didn't know what you, are, you don't know what you are doing no they do all sign of respect. I think at this point, as Christians, we have to be cautious because we are all angry, we are all grieved. Any Nigerian that is not grieved at this point should <laughs> question himself because we are all grieved at things that are going on the massacre of innocent people only demanding for good governance. The, the, the different things, and even the things that have been exposed or written in different warehouses, people are dying hungry. And things are meant to be given out to them, we are finding it in stores. What for? You know <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that question is left unanswered. What for? And then we have seen different the wickedness of the of, of, of people of this world. And in normally we are right to respond with anger. That's, that's the nature of our flesh, that's that's default status, respond in anger. You see President Mohamed shouts, shout, You're shout, mad, We you, you say different kind of things. It's the normal response that is meant to be. But I, I want us to be, at this time especially, be aware of legitimate grievances. Because uncontrolled or uncontailed legitimate grievances, Makes devils out of good people. Yes, we are right to be to be. We have the legitimate right to be grieved. We have the we have the right. We have everything. Like in fact, the state of the country is upside down. We have the right to be, to be pained to react to what they are doing. But rather than react, we only respond according to what the kingdom don't forget, we are no we are first the kingdom of we are first of the heavenly kingdom before the earthly kingdom, before before being a citizen of Nigeria, we're a citizen of the heavenly kingdom. What the heavenly kingdom will have us to do is what we as Christians should be ready to do at this time. No respond to the to the wickedness or respond to the act of wickedness of our of the people of this world. So we should be aware of legitimate grievances. They only make devils out of good people. Good people turn devils, begin to shout because, begin to destroy things, begin to rain curses. Christians raining curses, and even the leaders. Yes, I know the leaders are wrong. I know they've stolen from us and everything. Yes, that that's all. That's all right. That's all legitimate. But still. We have to beware of legitimate grievances that they don't make of us devils because we are not devils, we are good people, and we, and we stand as good people. Nobody, no governor, no governor, no president can make of us devils. We are Christians, we are good people. So instead of responding or reacting, sorry, to whatever they are doing, our response will be love, <clears throat> our response will be prayer a response to be responding back to them in love. So we should be aware that no matter how grieved we are, we have no rights, we have no privilege, we have no we have no audacity to respond. Being Christians in the wrong way. There is no good excuse to do anything that is wrong. Whatever is wrong is wrong. There's no good or legitimate excuse. So we should be aware. We should, we should be aware. I mean, we should be where We should, we should caution our responses. If if we are if we are not sure what response we give, it's better we keep quiet, because God is. And one thing we have to know is, these people are still leaders, and and it is clearly stated. God even said it when he was on earth that we should not, there's no room for disrespecting our leaders because they are being placed there by God and they deserve our honor and respect even if they are doing things that are wrong it is, we can only pray for them and fight in our place of prayer we have no right to rain curses on them we have no right to speak to them in root tones. we can learn from Peter and John they didn't, they didn't speak rudely but still they stood their ground that is what we Christians are meant to do now and, and this will lead me to my final final um, point we should know that weapons of warfare and not canal. so therefore we should pray and show love irrespective pray for the ones that despisefully use you pray for the leaders that have cheated you over the things. pray for them show them love don't pray that they die don't pray that it's not well their family Judgment is not yours. You don't know who is the seed of Christ. So you can't can't pray out of hatred. You pray in love. Pray for the state of the nation. Fight your battles in prayer. And show love to everyone, irrespective. That is, we can't, we can't, we are are far, we are bigger than them. We can't respond back with hatred. We show love. When they stone Jesus, when they accuse him, for 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 offenses he didn't commit. He still prayed on the cross. He said, Father forgive them for they know not what they are doing. He prayed for their foolishness and he said Father forgive them. So we are not, we don't have two heads. We are Christians taking after the taking after and following following the, the footsteps of Christ. So we can't respond in any other way. Since our loyalty is to our first kingdom. First is to our first kingdom. Which is the kingdom of heaven so we can't respond with hatred we can't respond with fighting back we respond with love and we fight our battles on our knees on our knees and you can see we can also learn that from what peter and john did so i'll, I'll continue from verse um, 21 so the council then threatened them further but they finally let them go because they don't know how to punish them without stirring around. For everyone was praising God for his miraculous sign, dealing of the man who had been lame for more than 40 years. As soon, verse 23 now, as, soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all believers lifted their voice together in prayer to God. They didn't respond by breaking down or looting things. They didn't respond by cursing them. They didn't respond by praying or raining evil curses on their families. No. They responded in prayers that God gave them the courage to stand. They respond they prayed. And after prayer, the the building was sh- the building shook. And the Holy Spirit fell upon them. So our response to these things. Because as Christians, is prayer. Prayer. And our act is guided in love. So pray. Fight your battles in a realm that they can't get to. <laughs> this is a realm they don't know about. No matter how wicked or how powerful they want to be, our realm of prayer surpasses every other realm. And this is where we move things. This is where we command things. Yes, we still stand up and speak against evil. When you are questioned, when we are when we are faced in physical in the physical realm, we still stand up and, and speak against evil. But we understand that the spiritual dictates the physical. So we, we do more in place of prayer. We do more in place of prayer. I think this is time, this is the charge I'm giving us this evening. The first we should know our, our, our allegiance is first to the kingdom, to the heavenly kingdom, before any earthly kingdom. Second You have not done wrong by speaking up for what, against what, by speaking against what is wrong in the land, you have done the right thing, you have done the right thing, and I want you to know that all this pain you are facing is the pain of a new birth, as you can see throughout history, that birthing of a new era, a new revolution, there has always been pains attached to it, so we are not losing focus. And we are not being despaired as one well without hope because we know all things work together for our good because we trust God. Three, we should beware of the adverse effect of legitimate grievance. So we do not respond or react as they will want us to. We react according to privilege the kingdom of heaven has given unto us. And number four. Our weapons of warfare are not canal. Pray, pray, and show love to people. Pray for your nation. Pray for Nigeria. Because in its peace, that's when you will eat of the good of the land. Pray for Nigeria. Don't stop praying. Stand up for what is wrong. Pray. With all dignity, with all sense of respect. We don't speak against, we don't curse the people that have despisefully used us, we don't curse the people who have cheated us of our rights. We don't because it's not given unto us, it's not a permission given unto us from our heavenly kingdom but rather we pray for them, we love them and we pray that they, they, they depart from such evil ways and find salvation and find Christ. Thank you for listening to us, let's just, let's just pray that we round run off. Dear Heavenly Father, <clears throat> thank you this evening for this word, pray that this word use our mind, use our soul correct our goals and this word that is coming from you this evening bless us even me the speaker and the hearer of this that we all will not be counted this will not stand against us but we be counted worthy that we have kept and we have fought following the principles because it's of no use to run a marathon without following the principles without following the rules and regulation is as good as not running at all so we say Jesus that we will not be found guilty when we are fighting for the things that are right in the name of Jesus and in every way we find ourselves we speak for righteousness irrespective of the circumstance of the situation irrespective of man factor there we speak for what is right in the name of Jesus that we receive courage right now I pray my heart goes out to everyone who has lost any dear one any close relation or relative at this point Especially on Tuesday, last week, Tuesday, or even before and after, anyone that is grieving out, that you find peace, that you find consolation in you alone, that you find peace, you find courage, you find strength, and they won't, they won't act out the negative part of their grievance. But this energy, this 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 grievance will fuel us to follow our news and pray for our nation lord and to even love those that have cheated us and despisefully used us. That you be our role model, you be, be, be our leader, you be our example that we follow. Glory to your name forever. Bless our souls. Cause us to be happy in this land. Pray for Nigeria, it is well with Nigeria. We see you rule and really continuously in the affairs of this nation. With of Jesus. Let your name be glorified forever. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you once again for joining in. Um, uh, of course, to join prayers, we, we, as, we as a body, the Versus of Honor's Foundation, we do have uh, such sessions where we pray. It happens every Friday. So we are, we are welcoming you to join us as a family and to pray together for our nations, pray together for ourselves. And also join us again next week, Sunday, to share another episode of God's Word. A time of um, refreshing, a time of regaining strength. And um, thank you very much for joining me. God bless you, God bless our dear nation. Until till we meet again. Keep being keep asking in the strength and joy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Show me your face. Come fill the space. My world needs you. My world needs you